Blondie to get us going on a Tuesday morning, almost eight minutes past six o'clock. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Tuesday, 24th of November. Tuesday, PJ. Tuesday. Oh, you know the way we feel about Tuesdays and everything. Oh, and I'm even more into this one than ever, of course, because I have a blood test later on. Ah, lovely. Which means I'm fasting, so no coffee, no food, no breakfast. So you're not nothing. Well, that's good news for all of us now, because that means you're going to be a grumpy sod for the next four hours. Well, I always am. (laughs) But it's going to be it's going to be even more. Oh man, it'll be more worse than that. It's uh, tomorrow. It's a perfect storm of Tuesdays for you it is isn't it yeah so uh, and you know I mean you are you are basically you're the living embodiment of that um, I know you probably wouldn't see it because it's on TV but that ad for Snickers or Mars or whatever it is oh I've seen it during the ads yeah where you're not uh, you're not yourself where it's yeah. like, you know, some rapper becomes Elton John. And- oh, yeah, I've seen it. At halftime in the matches now, I've seen that ad. Yeah. yeah. Stupid ad. I mean, sorry, good God, <laughs> it's stupid, isn't it? What a load of nonsense. And I wouldn't mind. you know something? I wasn't going to tell you this. I was actually going to save it for oh, you. Oh, no. As a, as a sort of a treat that if you did get the birthdays right. Oh, no. Rather than a cake, okay? I discovered on when I was doing my cleaning this morning in here, right? I discovered... What? A chocolate orange twirl. Shut up off your face hole. Where did you find that? I found it and I put it in the fridge because I know you do like a uh, oh. you do like a cold chocolate orange twirl. How was there how did that even go unnoticed in this? I don't place? know, it was just left lying around as I was cleaning I spotted it, so I wasn't sure who, who it was, so I put it in the fridge and I was going to offer it my to you as a, God. as winning the birthdays. But oh now sure God. I may as well eat it myself because of course like it'll be no benefit to you at all. I don't want it to go to waste. Nothing worse than wasting a chocolate orange twirl. What a bastard. (laughs) (laughs) All night long, Lionel Richie here at Classic Hits. 13 and a half minutes past six o'clock on this Tuesday, Tuesday, 24th of November. Thanks so much for uh, waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, Going to do the birthdays, and what a birthday to start, PJ. Yeah. Basically, the man who was regarded by many as the godfather of your former profession. Oh. In many people's minds, maybe the greatest stand-up of them all. Oh. It is the birthday of the big yin. Billy Connolly is celebrating his birthday today. I think it's safe to say he pretty much recreated stand-up comedy from the sort of clubs and... Yeah. You know, the cabaret shows and all of that. Yeah, basically, he, he was that divider between the mother-in-law joke and <laughs> and what we have now. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. Yeah. Absolutely true. We and invented I'm, the whole thing. Extraordinary when you think about it. That you like, I mean, I had heard, like when I was a kid, yeah. people had kind of copies of his albums and things. Long before I'd ever get to see him, see what he even looked on the like, television yeah. or anything or anything like that. Like it was, it was almost like an underground thing. I know that's true. I remember the records going around, and then I saw his first video cover in the video library. Billy Connolly bites your bum. Yeah, and I was like, oh, jeepers, imagine. <laughs> And everybody, imagine. everybody knew one Billy Connolly story. Everybody there was either the one about um, um, pissing in your ox so. At the football match. Yeah, there's one about the, the, his was, dad getting the glasses and the prescription windscreen at the end. Yeah. In the car. There's, like, everybody has one that they remember all everybody, the time. Everybody, yeah. And uh, a few comedians had one they thought nobody <laughs> else knew about. I think there was a lot of that going on for a while. Yeah. Uh, but Billy Connolly, yeah, an absolute legend. He's, he's finally decided he's not going to get on stage anymore. Is that it now? Yeah, with his health and everything yeah, and all of that. Yeah. You know, he's like, you can't do the shows to the level he wants to do them, which is understandable. I can't believe he did them for as long as he did. Yeah. Uh, and now he's throwing his hat 
that has it. And he seemed to be fairly universal. Like, he, he he was doing the whole Australian thing and all that. Oh, yeah. Like, long before most people, wasn't he? Long before anybody. Sure, yeah. nobody wanted their dev. Nobody even knew Australians thought things were funny. <laughs> You know, for yeah. years we just thought Australians Nobody were, could speak Australian for ages. Yeah, we just thought they were down the wrestling spiders or whatever they do. Nobody had a clue what was going on. Uh, but Billy Connolly, what a, he's not a young man now. I mean, no. Is he in his 80s? He's probably 82, I'd say. 78. Oh, jeepers, right. 78 he is, Sir Billy Connolly. Well, God, happy one birthday, birthday. One of two sirs Oh, is he one of them, today. yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you something, if I was offered one of them, I know where I'd be telling her to put it. <laughs> Right, uh, I'll hold off on the other sewer for a moment then and give you Stephen Merchant. Oh, yeah, the other half of Ricky Gervais's um, comedy writings. Oh, no, they it. fell out, didn't they? Very tough. Oh, have they? Oh, they fell out, yeah. Yeah, wow. I don't think they write together anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think that's a fun- That's going back a while now. Is it? Yeah, yeah, before Afterlife or any of that. I don't, don't think Merchant's has anything to do with Afterlife or any of those sort of things. Wow. You're you a mine of information. You can here. see it. I'll just say you can see it. You know what I mean? You see the, the It's the a influence. different type of comedy. Is that what you're saying? It's a different type of... Yes, it's not as funny. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But you, you, it's still very good. Still uh, very good. Uh, but, um, but it's... I mean, Stephen Merchant, like, he did try that thing on his own, didn't he? Where he was like... He, he did an actual show where he's just... You know, he was both writer and star. Oh, did he? Yeah. And he was, it was like he was trying to date or something, or. Oh, I don't anyway, know. It exactly. doesn't ring a bell at all. That's exactly what I mean. It's one of so those things, happens, you know yeah. what I mean? He was gracing, you know, being Ricky's sidekick. Yeah, in, the, in extras. And he all. probably is, you know, from a writing point of view, maybe, I don't know, maybe he's the. Maybe he's the better half. I think half. he is probably the better half, but the thing is, he's not the star. Yeah. And you kind of, and then, you know, you, you forget then. Your man Gervais can literally just go and buy another team of writers. Yeah. You know, you're probably not that special. You see, it's very important for those of us in that position to realise we're not the star and to just yeah. be happy in the shade to shut your of, f- of, the big, of the big star. Yeah, shut your face and make millions. <laughs> you know, that's probably the best that, advice he could have been given. That is what I've been, that's what I've been doing. Really? Will, will I have to wait very long for my millions? I was just going to ask you because I wouldn't mind seeing them. <laughs> Right. I don't know if anyone's making millions around here. Uh, I gotta say, he's like, uh, I'd be like fif- uh, 51. 46. Ah, fart off like God almighty. Right, now the other sir, <laughs> just to make it really interesting, the other sir is a former cricketer. Oh, God, I have no <laughs> chance. This chocolate twirl. No. Not, oh, this orange Trust twirl. me, trust me. Everybody knows the name. Ian Botham. Of Ian Botham. This is the only cricketer everybody knows the name of. Exactly. And he, it's his birthday today. He was a mad looking yoke, wasn't he? With his mullet and his moustache. Beefy. Yeah. Beefy Botham. Mad looking. He was one of those that sort of broke the mold. Like, you know, back then, Smash Hits magazine was where you got all your sort of oh, he was a popular a culture. Rock star cricketer, yeah. Yeah, and the only sports people that were ever on Smash Hits magazine was Ian Botham. John Barnes and Torvald Dean. <laughs> They're the only people that I were didn't realise you were such a smash hits aficionado. Oh, I was, the, I was the only. There was no such thing as the internet, right? If you wanted to see what was going on in popular music, <laughs> the only way to find out was you know, the, the Sunday. You had to World, rob your sister's smash hits? Yeah, well, you had to get smash somewhere. And you had to get the Sunday World off your elf, and at the middle pages gave you the cartoons in the top ten of the week. Oh, yeah. Eddie Rowley. Eddie Rowley's writings yeah. in the Sunday World. and that was it. And if you didn't have that, you didn't know anything. You didn't know anything. Oh, wow. Uh, so I... thought... And then, of course, he had... He got a huge amount of acclaim for those walks he used to do. Remember those Land's End to John O'Groats or right. Vice yeah, Versa, yeah, whatever big, it was? Big charity walks. Yeah. 
they're not popular anymore though because <laughs> the man Jimmy Savile starts yeah, doing them as he well. Did a, he did a fair few. And you were like, oh. No, I'm not walking anymore. He's like, Ian, seriously, I know you're helping a lot of people, but there's just. It's not the same appetite. Sit down, for God's sake. Uh, I'd say um, Ian Potom is. Oh, he'd be like 65. Yes! Ah, that'll do. 65 that'll for do. Sir Ian Botham. And then your curveball. It's not really a curveball at all. It's only just his actual name that might be... Oh. Might have to give you a moment's thought before it clicks in for you. It is the birthday of Dwight Schultz. Dwight Schultz? What the hell do I know Dwight Schultz? Oh, you know him, all right. One of your favourite TV shows oh, ever. Office. No. Oh. If I said to you that you'd know him better as Howling Mad Murdoch. Oh, of course. <laughs> Dwight Murdoch from the 80s. That's it. Oh, his birthday today. He is just what a gasp! He went on to do all kinds of nerd TV that I love as well. Really? Yeah, he did a little bit in Star Wars. One of them in Deep Space Nine, I think it was. How do you spend your time that you come up with all this mad trivia and behind the scenes stuff about Stephen Merchant and Ricky Gervais and Billy Connolly and Dwight Schultz? Dwight Schultz. Yeah, even though I didn't know his name, I knew a little bit of trivia about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was deadly. I used to love yeah. the way. Like, he was... And, um, he was one of the best things in the A-team. And he was, like, supposed to be the crazy part, mad one, the yeah. agent of the team. And, okay, can we all just take a moment? He was the one that managed to get Mr. T into the thing by just giving him a poison <laughs> glass of milk every single week. Correct. So he wasn't that stupid. Correct. In fact, Mr. T was the biggest tick in the entire lot of them. I ain't getting on no plane. But you are. You always get on the plane. <laughs> We always fool you into it. How about here? How You'd about imagine our, he'd have gone off milk, wouldn't you? You'd imagine he'd have turned around to somebody yeah. and said, "Look at, you know, I'm lactose intolerant." What? They go, yeah, but they, yeah. But he was an I awful. I must be tick. because every time I drink it, I fall asleep. But it's, he was an awful take to go. Oh, here, try this coconut milk, <laughs> and then you go and sleep again. Uh, I gotta say, uh, Mr. Dwight Schultz is. Um, Oh, he'd be like 72. Oh, so close. 73. Oh, okay. Not bad. I'll take that. Not bad at all. Not good enough for a cold chocolate orange twirl. But not bad overall, you know what I mean? Joke's on you. <laughs> I would have had to have watched you eating it anyway. And now you're up to date on the home of PJ and Jim. Waking up happy weekdays from 6am. This is Classic Hits. Thank you kindly, Tara. 6.32. I'm going to assume from that weather forecast that the butter is bordering on runny at the moment. Uh, not the quite, butter index. Not quite runny. We'll Poor old PJ is sweating his pyjamas <laughs> off in there. I'm a bit warm this morning. Oh, but you I see. I'm never quite sure if that's menopause <laughs> or the air conditioning or the yeah. weather. Actually, we um, never considered that. Is that what you're going about your He's blood test for, PJ? No cholesterol for me, just get making sure. Are you sure, sure it's it. not menopause? Well, I don't know if menopause has the same physical manifestations. <laughs> I think, you oh, know. It has a few. It does. Mm. It has a few. Does it really? It yeah. does. No, genuinely. Look into it. It's, it's actually called andropause. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What's the first, so what sort of effects have we got to look forward to? Oh, Jim, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, yeah. Well, I don't know, PJ. Uh, what, what, is it meant to happen at the, you know, roughly the same time? Yeah, seemingly so. God, we'll have to go. We'll have to do one of our little surveys and see if, if anybody has had a menopause. Yeah, yeah, if anybody yeah. out there listening has had a menopause, you can let us know. Uh, what Maybe is I've gone through it and I missed it. I hope I didn't miss it. I'm always missing yeah. stuff. Oh, God, you're just like, yeah. Just like me to miss it. No, I, I bet you I haven't missed count it. Count yourself lucky if you've missed it. I oh, think. right, yeah, okay, yeah. Andropause. Well, Andropause. I'm going to yeah. have to be Googling that now. Yeah, no, there you mm. go. That'll keep you busy for the day. Don't be expecting him to converse with you during any links over the rest of the morning. He's going to be looking at yeah, yeah. his list of symptoms. Yeah, yeah. And, and knowing <laughs> PJ, he'll find them all. Oh, I have that. <laughs> 
Oh, I get a touch of that myself. Jeez. Oh, I've often had that happen to me. Well, I don't even know what it is, and I'm pretty convinced I'm already halfway through it. <laughs> Rick Astley, never going to give you up, and uh, just ahead of it, Hall and Oates, out of touch. Good stuff. Hall and Oates had some good tunes. Just didn't brilliant, they? aren't they? They're so Great. feel good. They're yeah. proper, like, make you happy music. That's pretty timeless, isn't it? The Hall and Oates stuff, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, I've changed my mind. I always thought I wanted the GAA music played at my funeral, you know that? Yeah. Or maybe I haven't changed my mind. It's very feel good as well. <laughs> hey, you know that. Uh, but I what were you going to change it to? You know what oh. I want. You got might be hard to handle, <laughs> but like flame without a candle. Not you know. Wow. You of all of the ones that you're going, I thought you were going to go for something like out of touch. You know, as you went off into the heavens. No, you or know something. But no, you, you wanted some. You want them literally dancing in the aisles. Yeah. yeah. You make me feel. You know, great. <laughs> Right, listen, 87 if you want to give us a shout. Thank you very much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim and letting us hang out with you 19 minutes to 7. A few things to put right, PJ Gallagher. Oh, God, what have I done now? Stephen in Limerick has been on to say that uh, Dwight Schultz was in Star Trek, not Star Wars. Is that not what I said? Obviously not. I don't know. I, I, I don't really get involved in the nerdiverse. I was pretty sure, because I'm not a Star Wars person at all. Yeah. I'm Star Trek all over. I can't even believe I made that. It's obviously the hunger kicking in already. That must be it. Yeah. You're, you're not yourself not when you're myself. hungry. I am not. We've already established that. Also, you've already clarified this as well. You're going, your blood test today is for cholesterol, isn't it? Cholesterol. Right, I that's have to do it every, few, every six months or so at the moment, yeah. because it was... Uh, you know, because I mean, you were interfering with yourself. Were you? I was not doing any such thing. I may have just, uh, I've got this um, natural sort of. Yeah, of course, you're yeah. damned if you Natural propensity for eating chocolate twirls. Hey, it's nothing to do with my <laughs> diet, apparently. Apparently, I was anyway, let down look, in the gene department. The, the important thing is, <laughs> the important thing is that that's, you've clarified that it is for that because somebody else was on. Um, John was on. He was worried that maybe you'd picked up something nasty from wearing other people's underwear. Oh. And you were. You're going for a blood test for that. Well, my blood pressure is going to be pretty high <laughs> after all this abuse. First also, thing in the morning. Uh, J.O. in the morning has corrected me on my pronunciation. Right, what, really? Yeah. He says, Jim, you're in Dublin. It's a twiddle. He's right. A twiddle. He's right. So I- it's a chocolate orange twiddle. Yeah, chocolate orange twiddle. He said, similar to the wordled and... Getting petrol. And I think you'll find there's a Nartonsch in there as well. There's a tea in the orange, you know. It's a Nartonsch twiddle. So thank you, J.O. from the Mun. Thank you, J.O. That's it's nice actually, to be corrected. You wouldn't believe how appropriate it is that you would correct me on how to speak Dublin. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, little, little internal joke here, Jay. Don't worry about it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so uh, uh, the chocolate orange twiddle uh, is still in the fridge. Yes. Untouched by. I'm sure I won't get it now today. I can't yeah. believe I'm going to have to watch you enjoy an orange twi- an orange twiddle right in front of me. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. I'm debating now whether or not I should do it's that to you. Hurt. Do you know what I mean? I'm debating whether or not I should. Or should I forgo it myself and not eat it in front of you? If he eats it in front of me, I'm going to have to do something that he would hate. <laughs> oh, look, Tara has it. Oh, it's gone. I knew that would happen anyway. It's gone. The very fact that I mentioned it was in the fridge. It's gone, Tara has it. Tara would take it. And now for teasing me, you're going to have to bring in something um, <laughs> Tara, Jim would love Tara, for breakfast. Tara is the Dyson of the... <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, she'll make a dinner out of it, though. She's a, she yeah. like, you go out there now, she'll have it on the plate with a load of, like, you know, hand-pulled pork or something like that. <laughs> Uh, Mary in Santry's been on as well Just wants uh, to let you know You were exactly a month away From Christmas Eve Ah, go sugar in your pants I'm going to ask you <laughs> no, that's, Sure, this is the Friday This is Toy Show Friday Yeah There's no getting away with it This Friday is, yeah And this Friday, of course 
is uh, is the uh, the day that we're supposedly playing the very first Christmas song of the season here on Classic Hits. Now, I say supposedly because, as everybody who's a regular listener to Classic Hits knows, um, Niall Boylan revels in playing... He always steals the moment. Yeah, revels in playing the kind of Grinch of it, and he'll, have, he'll play it either the night before or a couple of days before. Or yeah. He'll, he'll spin a Christmas tune, as is his want. But uh, officially, in theory, uh, this Friday is when we release the very first Christmas tune of the season. And actually, it ties in with something today, because Magic Mike is getting all creative. He's not happy that he turned us all into dancing elves. He wants now to produce our Christmas ad for this year. Yes. To rival your John Lewis and your... Kevin the Karras and you, well, all that sort of stuff. This, we've done one before, and we did it's a pretty few good years one. ago now. A few years ago, and I think it's a good idea to have yeah. another have a fist so of we, it this year. We kind of need a different theme because we've done the one of you, you know, starting t- off as the cold-hearted Grinch, yeah, and then coming round to Christmas. We've done that as a theme. So we, we, need a, we need a new storyline, a new theme. This is a great. I'm looking forward to this now, yes. So if anybody fe- is feeling creative and inspirational... I'm into this now. Let us know. And obviously that can be shot on an iPhone. Yeah. You know, with no crew. <laughs> Correct. And, yeah. and people who can't act. Uh, um, also, uh, Dan and Cork has been on. Uh, we were talking about menopause. Did you look it up? Did you find out exactly what's involved? I, I did have a look at it, actually. Right. Uh, yeah, it's not... Uh, they, they, they say it's not exactly like the the female menopause, obviously. Right. Well, because it happens more. But I tell you something, uh, it's finding it hard to. Yeah. Well, well Dan and Cork we, thinks that potentially you could be. He said, Jim, it's got to be a sure sign of the menopause. Uh, the need for regular blood tests and constant ranting must be a. Do you know something? There is something in that. There is, there, I'm reading it here. Oh, this may very well be what's happening. It may very well be. You know, you might be going through it. The, 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 the so, menopause. It, it all, the lack of sleep, it says. I mean, a, a poor diet. I mean, it's pretty much the week I've had anyway. You anyway. Know, so it, low self-esteem. <laughs> low self-esteem? Oh, yes. Oh, a lack of exercise. Oh, hold on. This oh. isn't me at all. Anyway, listen, I'll tell you what we do have, uh, away from all of that, is we do have the chance for you to win a whole load of cash. Uh, we didn't get to uh, give it away on Double Money Monday, but the hit bit rolls on, and I think we're up around 560. 560 quid, yeah, on the, uh, on the hit bit, so mm. it's, a, it's a nice chunk of change to try yeah. and give away. Not this side bad of Christmas. at all. That's on the way uh, in the next hour. And also, of course, this week, very good week on the Breakfast Table Quiz, the return of Forever Young, the fantastic 80s festival Forever Young. We have weekend tickets for you to pick up every day just for playing and then if you are our overall winner that'll be upgraded uh, to a fantastic VIP package at the end of the week as well so that's all pretty cool isn't it? Yes well you'll be drinking champagne that's been stored since the 80s (laughs) It's going to be amazing That would probably be a very good vintage would it? Yeah, I know nothing about wines and stuff. So. I think, yeah, yeah, I'll be like, hmm, very beautiful flat vintage, 1983. <laughs> classic hits. Fleetwood Mac, Gypsy, here at Classic Hits. It's almost six minutes to seven o'clock. Morning to you folks. Thank you so much for letting us hang out with you. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim here at Classic Hits. Actually, uh, Dan in Cork has been on again. Another contribution in relation to our uh, Christmas ad. Oh, yes. He said, what about a storyline where, as he refers to it, Miserable Mike <laughs> playing Oliver going to Andy Bad News saying, please, sir, can we have more money for the hit bit? Oh, that's very good. <laughs> that's not bad. Also, to be honest with you, it'd be great to get Andy Bad News involved, wouldn't it? It'd be great if he agreed to play like a Scrooge character who transforms yeah. for Christmas. And you, me and Mike are the ghosts, the three ghosts. The three ghosts to visit, visit him. him. 
and you're yeah, onto something there now. Absolutely, and then he transforms and suddenly starts writing checks. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, when we're filming it, the checks would have to be legitimate checks yeah. that we could then cash. You, Jim, run to the local bank and take out all my money. <laughs> I like it, man. I yeah. like it. I definitely is a it's no mo- problem, sir. <laughs> It's money all the way after seven, giving and receiving, PJ. Yeah? Yes, we are. Philoki, together in Electric Dreams. Here are Classic Hits, almost nine minutes past seven, Tuesday morning, 24th of November. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. On the way, of course, this hour, we do have the hit bit. Hopefully, we'll be able to give somebody 560 euro. Uh, if you can tell us what our hit bit is, it's a bit of a hit, but of what hit is it a bit? It's up there on classichits.ie. Uh, check it out and, that, and uh, let Magic Mike know, rather, that you want to play 87 188 But ahead of that... Yes. Oh, my old man's a dustman. He wears a dustman's hat. He wears gold blimey trousers. And he lives in the council flat. <laughs> Yeah. He wears core blimey trousers. That's what a line. They're a pair of trousers you want to have. You want to have a pair of core blimey trousers. I tell you, yeah. If you have the nerve to wear them, it's another thing. So bin <laughs> men are in for a boost, it looks like, this year. You know the old bin men and posties? It used to be a thing in the past, I think, uh, where you would be sitting in the house one day, and uh, definitely Jim remembers this as well, and you get a little <laughs> knock at the door, and you'd open the door, and it'd be the postman or the bin man. And it was then, all, around this time of year now, around kind oh, of yeah, getting the, close the be, to Christmas, yeah, whatever. Yeah, the beginning yeah. of December. Yeah. And you'd be like, hello, yeah, and you go, how are you doing? I'm just checking in that everything's going all right, everything's been okay for you during the year, has it? And you go, it has. And he goes, that's great to hear. Nothing else I can do for you, so. And you go, hold on there and I get you an envelope. And you give him a tip, you give him a few quid, and you go, ah, oh, you didn't have to do that at all. Jeez, I was only, yeah. say, I was only checking in now yeah. to see that everything was just, going well. It just so happens that this is the only time I knock at the door, and it does just happen to be Christmas. Yeah, ah, oh, you didn't have to. Are you sure about that now? You really don't have to do that now. I was in genuine, I wasn't calling in for that now. Or, and and I, the other thing that and was you a, go, okay, go on, go the, on. The other thing that was a great thing was... Um, you know, uh, a lot of the time, say, you'd get your bins done, right? Yeah. And they'd, once they were, you know, dumped into the back of the truck or whatever, they'd be left there then at the side of the street or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, you'd have, you'd go and fetch them back in, you know? But on this particular day, they'd bring your ba- your oh, bin oh, back yeah. to your garden. Just, just left that there around the side there. For just you. in its oh, roundabout that's, there. That's, that's great. Thanks yeah, very just, much. you know, there's yeah. a lot of people Happy up Christmas the road Happy Christmas to you today. anyway. Oh, 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 God, thanks very oh, much. Oh, I wasn't expecting you that. You don't have to be doing that. Now. You shouldn't be doing the Christmas and everything. So you need your own money as he's folded up and putting it into his pocket. Uh, but who could blame them? Uh, but those days seem to have disappeared, or at least I imagine they had disappeared, that the old sort of tips for the bin men and the postmen had. Right. Over the few years. But it looks like it's coming back with the year that we've all had. It looks like it's coming back. So they say the delivery men and women won't leave empty hand. Of course, that's the problem now. <laughs> like, you used to just have the bin man, the pose man. Yeah. Now you've the DPD man, the UPS man, the GHL woman. You've got Absolutely. The, you know, they all start dropping. And like, probably more so. Though I'd yeah. say whatever chance the bin men and the posties might have. Yeah. I suppose the posties, in, in fairness, because the post... On post do a lot of those deliveries anyway. They don't. They have a lot of they that do. sort they've of delivery gone in, service. Yeah, they've reinvented themselves outside the of just office. normal letters and things like that. Oh, they yeah. do that sort of courier type stuff as well. But they absolutely nailed on. I mean, like literally, the amount of people who know their delivery man on a first name basis. I'm telling you, yeah. You know what I mean? They do, yeah. They're, oh, there, here she is now. Here's Marla from DHL. <laughs> Come on, Marla. Nice to see you, Marla. Have you got me runners? I don't know what they are. Oh, well, let's go through it. Uh, yeah, I know. You get so used to it. Like, that's the thing. 
That is the thing. And they've done this new study now where people, it's going to soar again, they say, this year. Uh, so into a boost. Um, people are going to leave them a handsome tip for all their hard work in 2020. Uh, they reckon 37% of adults are going to give them something. 37%. Right. Now, are we still talking specifically postmen and bin men? Uh, or do we mean just anybody who calls the house? This does focus on postmen and, deli- and uh, bin men. But right. let's be honest. I mean, some people, right? Some people don't like the postman. Sometimes the postman just leaves bills. Whereas, you know, the old DPDs, the UPSs and all, maybe give Bringing joy. A packet of jovial, <laughs> you know. So who knows? And like you said, people get very, the people are very friendly with them now. Yeah. Very first time basis thing. Uh, but they reckon three quarters, up to three quarters of people in some parts of Ireland well, will be giving them all um, an extra tip. And will some, some of them say they'll be giving emergency workers a tip. Yeah. I'm not even sure how you do that. Corpo John has been on. Yeah. Uh, he says uh, those days are well gone. The days of the bin men getting a tip. Yeah. You know, their Christmas bonus, their oh, Christmas box, well gone, as I it thought. used to be known. But he says, I'll let you know, lads. <laughs> well, I tell you as well, though, you might be, um, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, Corpo John, but they're also saying it might not be cash. Saying right. it's unlikely to be cash as nobody carries cash anymore. Um, so what it could be is like, you know, an old box of chocolates or something out of the house, an old selection box, the old, a bunch of flowers, maybe. Trevor's been on as well. He says, lads, tipping the bin men is a thing of the past. I'm driving a bin lorry 12 years and tips were good at the start. Yes. But obviously that's gone now. So what's the crack then? Would you, uh, bin men, corporation people, post people of the of the listening universe, would you be happy then to get a present instead? Would you like presents? If somebody well, gave who you know, wouldn't but, like a present, for God's sake? Well, so there's somebody now. Here's um, Des has been on to say he always gives 20 euro to both every Christmas. By both, I assume he means postman and bin man. That's very generous, isn't it? I assume. That's actually, very no, you generous. Can't, actually, we can't even say bin man anymore. What do we have to... Refuse... You know, what do you call... What's the PC term nowadays? I don't know. Bin people. I bin, don't know. Bin what person. The bin. Suppose, the yeah, bin yeah. people. I don't know. The rubbish people. Yeah. No, the rubbish people sounds like an off. It sounds like you're slagging them off. You can't say rubbish people. Yeah. You know, that would be the, literally the worst yeah. terminology. Here they come. Look at yeah. those two rubbish people. <laughs> that would be, like, be a shocker. You'd be like, who? It's not your parents coming, is it? Oh my God, I'll put my foot in it again. Somebody's been on to say, uh, Gary's been on to say, as Roy Keane said, when people over compliment players, I don't thank the postman for delivering my letters. Well, Roy, you should, is what we're saying. You should. That's what we're saying. Uh, They say that a lot of these people, the the, the vital roles, have been so uh, sadly overlooked pre-pandemic. But now we're back in... Now we're in COVID times. Yeah. People are starting to appreciate these people more than they have done for quite a long time. And that's why people are planning, if not to give them a tip, then to give them some sort some of... Some gesture. A gesture and a present or maybe even a card or anything. Although yeah. you know those cards are going straight into the green bin. <laughs> you know that? Well, unless there's a a different piece of paper inside the card. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. printed with somebody's face on it. Maybe opening up on me kids. That feel brilliant. Um, uh, Stephen's been on to say, lads, it looks like I picked the wrong year to give up being a delivery driver. Yes. Oh, you possibly, might Stephen. Have. You might possibly. Have. Also, um, somebody says, lads, don't forget us dairy distributors, oh, a.k.a. milkmen. The milkies. We have to call them milkies from now on. Um, so, um, actually, and to be fair to this person, who is, is there a name on this? Anyway, they say that, um, uh, lads, don't forget us dairy distributors, posh words for milkmen. I clean up at Christmas. And rightly so. Oh, the, 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 isn't it gassed away? 
Milk. It seems to be. I tell you something. There's a bit of a split here, PJ. I know really? some people are saying it's a thing of the past, but there's um, Paddy and Cork saying I've tipped the bin lads and post lady every year, twenty euro plus the courier guys. Um, the, the, the courier guys have replaced the bread man and the coal man. Poor old bread. Oh for yeah. For the tips. Of course they have. Yeah. Yeah, of course they have. That's a lot of tipping and presents now, though. If you're going to be giving out. Some sort of present or tip to everyone that calls to the door. Yeah. Letitia in Bantry says, I offer free coffee top-up to all delivery people. That's not... That's Delivering not, to her. It's a nice idea. I remember when I was a courier, I used to always appreciate the, the people who would actually like not look through you and sort of go, Jeepers, it's freezing. Do you want a coffee? Like, the difference it made to your day. Absolutely. Oh. A, a dar who's a postie. <laughs> for not to say, postie in Kalini and Dorky. Miserable shower. Ah, oh, you get nothing out there, you maniac. Should have no one out there carries cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the odd person going. They do say that that the wealthier an area, an area is rumored to be, the less generous. Oh, they're scaldy in some places. Yeah, yeah. that, that Greystones and Wicklow supposed that's to be the scaldiest part of Ireland. I I've heard. heard. That's exactly the place I was thinking of. Oh, I, I heard, heard exactly that them. as well. And they'll all be writing and complaining now. Well, yeah, I don't care. So what are you going to do? You're not going to pay for his Lizzle or anything. Yeah. Uh, so she I'm, probably <laughs> wouldn't. You probably wouldn't be allowed <laughs> to deliver to the Burnaby anyway. They wouldn't let you through the, one of the gates. <laughs> they keep the gates locked. <laughs> Wouldn't let you in. It's supposed to be, yeah, there Leave is, it outside. A lot of these uh, high-end areas are very scaldy. You know so, what I mean? so the rumour seems and to I be. No, I'm very scabby and I live in an ivory tower, Jim, <laughs> as we all know. That's very true. You live in your, your seaside paradise. Seaside paradise. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be shouting out the window. Leave it down and run away. And I'll be holding me. A, I'll have one of the staff collected. I mean, Henry, point your crossbow at this stranger. <laughs> Right, we should do a little five-minute survey and see if people are still tipping their um, their post uh, post people. Yeah, will you give them anything? Will you give them a present people. or any sort of a thing? Yeah, or even a coffee top up. Or will you change? Or will you do it if you previously what didn't do it? What about your humble radio presenter? They deserve something. <laughs> Guaranteed Irish, the cranberries and dreams here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Twenty-one and a half minutes past seven. Some of the responses we got to our little survey on on tipping the postie or the bin person or whoever it might be. Uh, this is interesting. Chris and Cork has been on to say our postie, uh, Jackie, used to be locked in the 80s. Oh he'd, my. he'd get a drop in every house. Oh, fair play. God, what a day that was for him. Ah, brilliant. Uh, also, somebody's been on to say my uncle is a milkman. 600 plus every year he gets on tips. I'm a lorry driver. I get nothing, says Cahill. 600's not bad, is it? What do you mean, not bad? 600 quid in tips. Jeepers, that's be amazing. not bad at all. Now, whatever you do, do not call to Mick in Dublin's house oh, if, you're, God. if you're a bin person or, a, go. or anything like that. There's a man after me, old heart. <laughs> Mick in Dublin's will not say, tipping a bin, man, <laughs> is like clapping a pilot when he lands a plane. No need. It's our job. And a very Merry Christmas to you, Mick. Yes. I, I tell you something. That's who uh, There is loads of people that love clapping pilots. Now, I'm sure the pilots actually find it more annoying than yes, anything else. Yeah, uh, slightly embarrassing. But yes. I don't know. I, there's something kind of nice about it. Even even grumble pants over here myself. Even I kind of oh, think no, there's that, something No, that nice. does make me cringe. Uh, that do, uh, that oh, is... No, yeah, oh, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a, Yeah, I wouldn't be a fan of that. Oh, no, I'm not a fan of that. No. Yeah, yeah. But I had something kind of nice about tipping people who've been oh, yeah. than, uh, you know, servicing Well, when you think about it, in, in other cultures... Yeah, clapping on when you land. I in think. other cultures, tipping is, is basically wages. In a lot of other places, it's, That's a, true, yeah. it's a big deal. But I know what you mean landed as if the pilot's up the front going yeah yeah nailed it yeah they get they got that landing 
They knew it. They knew it was uh, good. The Lily White says he'll get a few tips from customers. It won't be a lot. But uh, uh, what do you do, Lily White? Do you even deserve any tips? <laughs> That's what we're asking. Tips I mean, is you a spend, very controversial You thing. spend most of your time just texting Thanks us. Texting us. Like, do you do any work at all? You know, just curious, that's all. He, has he never told us what he does now? Not, so, clue, not yeah. at all. Um, also, um, uh, John in our town says, as a taxi driver, I find it's your own that look after you all year round. So I, I don't, I'm not really sure what that means. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I do know a fella that when he used to, he used to come home and he put, he'd take out all his change and his stuff and he'd leave it at the door. You know the door at the house when he was coming in. So, yeah. he, so he was leaving. If he changed his trousers, like me, I'd put it in my shoe. If he changed his trousers, he'd see the change and the money at the thing at the door on the way out. You know, so he'd have a five yeah. or a ten or whatever was there. And he got burgled one day and it was gone. And then he realised, I I can't believe I tipped me burglar. Because <laughs> he went around the gaff and he took all the... And then he, when he's on the leave, he said, oh, fair play to me, left me a tip. And he took it off the, off the table on the way out the door. See, I can't believe I tipped me burglar. He says, I'm not, no one's ever tipped their burglar before. Kiwi from Cove says, uh, milkmen get paid in different ways. Mm, see what he's implying there? Dirty mind. Dirty oh, mind. Ways. You know, the old... Different ways. The old, let's just say, what was your man's name and Father Ted? The milkman. Oh, I know what you're saying. Now yeah. you see where I'm going with it. Yeah, your man, George Borges. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's not who he was, <laughs> no, but that was the he, same he actor. He was a ringer for him, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, obviously it was the same actor. No wonder he was a ringer for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I give the postman a bottle of Baileys or whiskey for Christmas. Oh, that's somebody. nice. That's nice. Uh, what's this? How's uh, a postman carrying all these presents? <laughs> yeah, but he has his big sack. Does a postman have a big sack anymore? There's a postman up the road here and he has a three-wheeler electric bicycle with a roof on it. <laughs> and here's somebody who claims that they give their postman a crunchy every Friday. That's Aoife a great and, thing. Aoife and Cavan. Ah, that's a great thing. That's a really nice so, thing. So, I don't know. I, you and I thought it was a thing in the past, but apparently it's still going. It's still going. But still why? Because it's definitely not a thing where I'm living anyway. I don't know. That's uh, because you're living there, you stingy son. I never answer the door. Even when I'm beyond delivery. time every day. Yes, yeah, so it's called Sing Hallelujah. Dr. Alban here at Classic Hits. Uh, just leaving 20 to 8. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Hit bit on the way for 560 euro. Magic Mike is standing by on WhatsApp in the West. And he's, uh, he's waiting for you to let him know. If you want to play 087-188-0008 on WhatsApp, as PJ says many, many times, please don't give us your guess. It's not going to count anyway. Yes. Just on WhatsApp, but you need to get on the old radio. On radio. Uh, with PJ and myself and have your guess. But Magic Mike is standing by. Let him know if you want to play 87 188 Marion Santry was on a bit earlier on to point out to PJ that uh, this day next month will be Christmas Eve. Yes, and I reacted badly. I says, ah, go fat your trousers. Which wasn't a nice thing to say, especially to somebody that means but nothing character. but goodwill for us. Yeah, but very much uh, true to form. And that means that, oh, you may remember a couple of years ago, those of you who are long-time settlers on this um, show, especially around this time of year, who come here for an escape from the jolly nonsense that we did do. Our own Christmas ad, actually, here. Yeah. Why not? And it was very well received. It basically centred around the idea of, of tracing uh, PJ's... Um, hatred of Christmas and uh, we created a storyline where PJ had missed out on getting a little toy digger as a child and all he ever wanted was that toy digger and and then uh, lo and behold as an adult he got a special uh, Kris Kringle gift of of a digger and his heart opened up and was the size of a mountain 
Was that, was that the line at the end, Jim? No, I can't some, remember. There was something like that. We I can't remember. I know, I know the guy who did the voiceover on it was fantastic. He was very good. What was his name? He was very talented. Don't. He really should get more work. He did but sound anyway. familiar. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was a great one. It was really well received and you got to play with your toy digger and everything. And, and all of that, We yeah. filmed it on location in various locations. We did. A number of building all sites. All of them within 500 metres of where we're standing. <laughs> Uh, so we want to do another one. We want to do another one. So we need a bit of help. We need you to tell us what sort of... We need a sort of a narrative, basically. Yeah. We need you to give us a story. Uh, so give us a story that can be filmed on an iPhone and locally because we don't know what restrictions yeah. we will be under. So basically, we've, we have uploaded this now uh, to, uh, to our Instagram. Uh, you know, looking for people to submit ideas, like for a storyline, as PJ said. And uh, basically, the only criteria is it's got to be able to be done for uh, no money and with no talent. Yes. That, that's, that's basically the two things. No money, no talent. Go. Go. Take, take that and run with it. That's what you got. You are now the creative directors of the Christmas show uh, and the Christmas ads. So take that and run. Yeah. Our, our online little Christmas Have you any? Ad. Is there any way you'd like to go? I mean, you'd probably like it to be a funeral scene or something, would you? Wouldn't be bad. I mean, <laughs> wouldn't be bad. Yeah. I, uh, there's a few different... I have a few ideas. Do you? I, well, I've one in particular, yeah. Are you going to share it with the group? Well, yeah, I don't want to ruin it in case we use it. Uh, but it's... Uh, how, how, why would it be ruining it if we used it? Well, it's a, it's about the, it's basically it's this fella and he's waiting for a huge family dinner, you know. Right. And um, one by one, they all keep confirming and they send him all this, you know, and they're all there and they're all getting. And he's preparing out the table, right, and everything, you know, and he has all the food on the table and um, everything's all ready to go, and then he can start to see the stress building, and he's like, oh my god, how many people are going to come? And there's going to be children here and everything, and then uh, there's a there's a terrible avalanche. And nobody can make it. And he's then just realises he's at home with all this wonderful food. And his dog comes in from the garden and goes, Happy Christmas. And they sit down and watch Willy Wonkers. Brilliant. I think we have a winner. I think, like, you know what I mean? And then, so, and he gets, and he looks out and goes, Oh. Who's going to play the part of the talking dog? Alone at last. I was thinking you'd be a great, I thought, Thanks I was thinking you'd be a great sort of a husky type of thing. <laughs> A husky? Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether... I'm not sure what that's a reference to. You're uh, not making some silverback gorilla gag again, are you? Well, I'm just saying the wool will... Your, your natural wool will come in. Helpful. And, and and Mike can play the lad in the house. And I'll be the fella. I'll be the narrator. I'll do that from home and all. I'll, I'll, you know, oh, your commitment is fantastic. Anyway, yeah. listen, let us know uh, either via social media, any of our social media channels, or you can get us on WhatsApp 087188 Classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Hitting the right notes with a 100% fresh, festive five ounce. Now that's tasty and tempting. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit, from a classic hit, but what hit is it? Hit bit! Hit bit. Ah, the classic hit bit has worth 560 quid this morning, a lovely little chunk of change uh, for the old Christmas shopping before Black Friday and all. Mm. Oh, cheaper, see, it's worth, it's worth 1,010 <laughs> in black shopping monies, even though Tara's breaking the news to us that the deals aren't what they're supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, they're never what they're yeah, built up to be, but yeah, anyway. Here's what it sounds like. Uh, and Nick, Nicola Flynn is going to go for us this morning. Hey, 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 Nicola. 
Hiya, lads. How are you doing? Very well, Nicola. PJ's <laughs> having a small uh, meltdown at the moment. He seems to have lost the ability to speak. For some but reason, apart from that, it's very good. I can only say hiya yeah Instead of hiya hiya hi PJ. Hiya-ya, Nicola. Uh, what's the crack with you, Nicola, this morning? You well? I'm grand, yeah. Just up with the kids and getting them all ready for school and work. Oh, very good, yeah. So you're busy anyway. Always busy. Always mm. busy, always busy. Right, we'd love to give you a few quid, Nicola. What do you think this is? Um, I'm still standing by Elton John. There you go. Oh, right. as he likes to call it these days. Actually, that guess fits with your your inability to speak. It was a bit. You were a bit Elton John there, weren't yeah. you? Did you see that, Nicola? Did you see his performance of it live on TV for the Corona concert thing? I, I saw clips of it, but I got bored and switched it off. It's just yeah. the maddest thing I've ever seen. You just it should have came with subtitles. Anyway, let's see if you're right. Let's head west to the one and only magical Michael. Morning to you, sir. Good morning, everybody. And Nicola, I'm afraid this hit bit is still standing for the moment because you ain't right. Sorry about that. Ah, oh, sorry oh, Unlucky, that. unlucky. Nicola, have a good day. Take care of yourself. Okay, bye now. Cheers. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, Kira's waiting patiently on the other line. How are you, Kira? Hi, guys. How are you? Not so bad at all. Kira, where are you this morning? Uh, in Leash, I am. Oh, very good. Yeah, what's it like there? Has the rain belt thing hit you yet? To be honest, I don't know. I haven't pulled the curtain. <laughs> you're dead, right? Hey! I'm dead. That's I'm dead it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair play. You're not. You're not literally ringing from bed, are you, Kira? I am. I oh! am. I am. <laughs> Fantastic, Lit- I literally won't get up Isn't until I win the money. Yeah, fi- five hundred and sixty quid is literally the price to get her out of bed in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> right, so Kira, before you get out of bed, then have a go. Uh, is it Elton John Rocketman? Oh, oh right. Elton John. An Elton John kick this morning, Mike. Or is he like Rocketman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Elton John is the most popular guest ever on all hit bits. Can I just say that? But um, I think it's going to take a while for this hit bit to be one of them, honest lads. I, I think <laughs> it's going to take a long, long time. Hey! <laughs> oh, sorry, I like that. Very good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Oh, Kira. anyway, hopefully you've had a bit of a long, long time and left in bed for yourself. Yeah, I will now, definitely. Good, good for you, <laughs> Kira. Enjoy it. <laughs> Cheers, Kira, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well played, Michael, well played, sir. Right, it means Thank that uh, Niall Boylan, of course, gives you the next chance to play. Yeah, so have a go at Niall Boylan. Why can't I ever remember the time? Half past one. Quarter to two, that's it. That's uh, the- and we'll start, I'm right dead. Madonna, Papa, don't preach. 80s classic here at Classic Hits. And if you're a fan of the 80s, the good news is the 80s festival Forever Young. It is back. Uh, it's planned for next summer, the 9th to the 11th of July, the ultimate 80s festival. And of course, uh, we have tickets, weekend tickets. You can enjoy the entire weekend. Tickets to be won every single day this week on the Breakfast Table Quiz just for playing. And of course, then if you do win the overall prize, it's a VIP upgrade, PJ. It where is. would you be? So where would you be? Where would you be? So that's on the way this air. Now, hanging also, out with Kim Wilde and Jimmy <laughs> Somerville and all. If you are a fan of the 80s, or maybe actually a fan of uh, music from before the 80s, then maybe you're also, maybe you're also somebody who struggles to keep up with the old technology and stuff exactly yes you know what I mean I struggle with it myself from time to time not from time to time actually I tell you a true story that was not supposed to be told literally 15 minutes ago I stood in front of Jim going how do you tell a story on an Instagram <laughs> why and I said to him why don't you put it in the instructions 
To which Jim was just couldn't stop laughing at me. <laughs> that was because uh, I mean, you literally were the social media king, I, and then March. you decided to kind of like knock it on the head for a while because it was annoying you. It was annoying <laughs> me. Yeah. Now, now you've forgotten how and to I was use. There, I can't for the life of me figure out how to do the. How do you the, do this? How do you do the forward swipe, facing swipe television? It the, swipe it to the right. All right. Oh, Why yeah. don't he put that in the instructions? Yeah. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah, so so it just shows you can get out of touch quicker than you know that you're out of touch, right? Absolutely. And of course, now with Christmas coming in, uh, they have now decided that there's a new campaign starting, and it's a campaign aimed at school kids to help older people get connected for Christmas because it's going to be a weird Christmas. We can't visit each other like we'd want to visit each other. A lot of the grandkids are very upset by that, and a lot of the grandparents are very upset by that. So they have this new uh, thing. It's called uh, Super Connectors. Let's turn let, let's turn the kids into Super Connectors so they can teach Granny and Granddad and maybe Uncle PJ <laughs> how to get online and communicate with people over the Christmas period. It's a really good idea. Yeah. Because people just... You just don't know. If you're if you're out of the loop, it seems impossible yeah. to get into. And as you say, it's very easy to slip into being that person. The, because oh one minute, God. you're the one... That's fixing things and showing things to yeah. people. Oh my And then gosh, suddenly man. you realise you're the one needing you're the one to that be shown. Do I went, I was the person sitting with me dad in front of the TV. Will you use the arrow on the remote control, please? Because <laughs> he would go 1, 12, 2, 2, 23, 3. I said, stop hitting the buttons. Stop hitting the number buttons. Hit the arrow. That's for the, the volume. And there's another set of arrows. And now I'm the yeah. guy going, why don't they put Instagram instructions on the back of the phone? <laughs> you know, so then this is what happens. Dude. So it's easily done. Yeah, I'm looking at my iPhone going, this rectangle is very difficult to operate. Um, yeah. It's like I was I was doing something for a, a lad that lives next door, right? Who's, um, you know, of an age. Yeah. And um, uh, he wanted to set up the Siri thing. Oh, right. He's one of the, you know yeah. one of these people who, despite the fact that he'll never use any of these things, wants them anyway. Yes. Despite the fact that literally all he'll do is phone and text. Yeah. And maybe a bit of Facebook or something. Yeah. He's, he still wants all the things. Could you, bu- you put yeah. it into your? That's what he says to you. He says, if he wants you to look something up, right? Yeah. He says, put it into your wizardry well there. Oh, for God's <laughs> he says, sake! Put it into your wizardry well and look up Nobby Styles in the in whatever, right? Yeah. But yeah. anyway, he could, wanted me. Could to you say, buy me ten? <laughs> Euros worth of bitcoins. Oh, Jesus, you're never going to use them. He wanted me to set up this Siri thing, right? So I was doing the voice recognition. You know that you have to go through the voice recognition thing? You you do sample phrases? Yeah. So I, 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 said, and I said to him, I said, say what's, just say what's on the screen, right? Yeah. And the instructions actually say, say, hey, Siri, whatever. Yeah. And he was, he was quoting it. Just say it, will I? Say it, yeah. Uh, say, Siri, oh. what's that? <laughs> right. I know. Okay. A, that's what I was telling me. Ma I was going to get her an Alexa. You know, I was there. I get you one of them Alexa things. You know, so you don't have to be dealing with the technology. You just talk to it. And she goes, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't. I don't like people being in the house. I was like, it's not. You'd like. <laughs> I, I don't worry about that. It's not that at all. You just, Who's this Alexa person you're bringing in? This is where Do I, I really need her? She goes, no, it's on the internet. You just basically walk into a room and go, hey, Alexa, hey Alexa, and then she'll talk to you. And she was there. And is it like an operator, is she? She said, no, she's not a, pe- oh, she's not a person. You don't have to be. An she, operator? And you'd be there going, hello, operator? Yeah, Give yeah. me the internet. She was like, hey, put me through to the internet. I need to have it, you know. 
I was like, no, it's not like that at all. And she goes, ah, oh, look, sure, there's no point in that. And I mean, on Christmas and everything, sure, that, sure, that person would be uh, really busy. You get no answers. You'd be quicker. I'd be quicker just ringing, ringing Stacey, your sister, she goes. Uh, I was like, oh, here. No. But so this is the thing. But this is the thing about so this So this campaign. proves it's a good idea. Yes, yeah. it's this idea. And there's like people like this. There's a woman, Mary Dealey, right? And she is uh, says that she has traditions that she wants to keep up. So the kids come around. She makes the pudding in front of the kids with the kids. She wants to let how to do that on Zoom right. and they will all do it together and you know the nice traditions can be kept like that Yeah. so the kids now it's, the ball is in your court teach Granny Alexa is not an operator sitting in the GPO that gives you instructions on how to do things it's, that it, it's actually much simpler than that please and start with my ma will you because I, I tried to explain it to her and she just ended that up that must going, have been an amazing conversation yeah it was yeah she, that person would be very busy at Christmas should I be quicker now, are, you sure, are you sure she said that or did you explain it to her and did she turn around and go to you sure, what, why would I listen to word you say she, you don't even know how to use Instagram <laughs> yeah. and then she asked me would I pay our car tax online and do you think I could work it out? Like, honest to God, it, took, it must have taken me an hour. And I think I text the wrong car. I think I text the neighbour. Guaranteed Irish from an emotional fish and celebrate. Did I say that right? It sounded like I said it. Yeah. A very emotional fish. That's the cover band. An emotional fish celebrate 18 minutes past 8 o'clock here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. And we just got a, um, uh, a WhatsApp in from Liz Boyd in Dublin to say, following our little chat, my 15-year-old daughter just asked... What's an operator? You see? You see, this is the thing. Do you remember that years ago, even if you were abroad, you'd have to ring the operator and go, Hi, operator, could you... The international operator was a thing as well. Yeah. And you have to call and say, Could you put the only me through way, to Ireland, please? The only way I remember operators were um, from uh, phone boxes. Yeah. And if you needed to reverse charge a call and all. Yeah. Do you remember all that carry on? Yeah. You'd ring the operator. Say, could I reverse charge a call, please? And they, what's the number? They were, very, they were never humour to talk to in fairness it probably wasn't the greatest job to have at the time although the gossip must have been amazing yeah great old cracking scandal and then cross lines that's something kids will never remember yeah you'd be there chatting to someone you'd be there uh, so anyway Jim yeah uh, I'll meet you up around I need to hear something hello yeah. hello <laughs> yeah yeah hello and you were like some lad who's that is, who's the, is that Paul no this is PJ <laughs> who's PJ and oh I think we're on a cross line alright oh, sorry about that that was the Is yeah. there a Mary with you in that house? No, no, I'm in Dublin. Oh, are you? I don't know how we're talking to you at all. Remember, this is all happening. Cross lines, yeah. It's the strangest thing. And then, like, the other thing, and then you'd be ringing someone upstairs, and then you'd hear the click, and your elf is trying to listen into the conversation <laughs> downstairs because he'd lift up another headset. Different times, oh, man. It's absolutely times. right. Somebody wants to know, uh, somebody's just uh, WhatsApped in. This is uh, Tomas. Wondering, is the talking clock still on the go? I honestly haven't a clue. That is you an interesting question. You would think with every phone having a clock on yeah. the face And especially of it. with the way most of the phones claim to be, I don't know, in sync with some sort of blooming, I don't know, nuclear clock or something or whatever they do. <laughs> yeah. It's, I wouldn't imagine. Maybe it is. Who knows? I don't know. I really don't know. There'd be some way to find out your time now. What's the number of the talking clock? Give it a bell there. We'll just see if we're right. I'm claiming it's 20 past at the signal. It will be 8, 20 and 10 seconds. Yeah. Beep. Oh, there it is. Classic hits.
Britney Spears, born to make you happy. Here are classic hits, waking up happy with PJ and Jim, 8.28 on this Tuesday morning. Thank you so much for uh, letting us hang out with you. 087-188-0008 if you need to give us a shout. And on the subject, PJ, of the speaking clock. Yes. Okay. It's still a thing, is it? No. Oh. And apparently we should have known that because we've had WhatsApps in, one from Porig and one from Julian Ringsend, pointing out that we did a piece on the show about 18 months ago, uh, according to Pori, it was um, August of last year, maybe. Right. Where we announced it was the last day of the speaking clock. Did we? <laughs> no memory of that at all. None whatsoever. Isn't and that- so apparently we literally did it as a, as a story, as a piece of content, that it was the end of this talking clock and... Here we are wondering if the talking clock is still on the go. I've literally no memory of that at all. None. Isn't that and that other person not only remembers it, but remembers roughly the time yeah, we did it. Absolutely. Dara's just pointing out to me that that's going back to what we were discussing earlier. Could be a sign of menopause. Oh, might well be. The memory I'm still starts to browsing go. the symptoms of it here. <laughs> you know. Late onset hypogonandism or whatever that is is apparently something to do with it as well. Has that got anything to do with the speaking clock? <laughs> no, but I'll ring them and ask them. Oh, sure, they're gone. Right, it's almost half eight. It's time for us to get the latest headlines. Here's Tara. Thank you, Jim. Well, all shops, gyms and hairdressers are likely to... Yeah, if this is it, Huey Lewis and the News here are classic hits. Almost 23 minutes to nine. Nearly time for the breakfast table quiz. Winners every day. Weekend tickets to Forever Young Festival 2021 up for grabs just for playing. Uh, Magic Mike is in his wild Atlantic way wonderland standing by. WhatsApp 087-188-0008. If you fancy having a go at the breakfast table quiz, as I say, it's... um, well, what did you say? Seven to beat, PJ, did you? Seven to beat, yeah. For the big one, for the VIP prize. Oh, yes, but of course, I'd get get nothing at all and you're still going to get tickets for the weekend. Just That's get onto the, the phone with us. That's the way to do it. Right, now, here's something that could be kind of interesting. If you're in the car at the moment or at home uh, and you're with your children, if you're with your kids at the moment, uh, you know, obviously, this is a big week for kids with the uh, toy show happening uh, on this Friday. And uh, this this could this could turn into an interesting social experiment, this couldn't it, PJ? I'm, I'm certainly hoping that it does. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's not so much like it's just a sort of more spontaneous debate that's broken out online. So the crown is on at the moment, and everybody is bet into the crown. Um, I just get into that lot myself, but it's, uh, everyone's into it. And um, there's a sort of a, a, a show deals with whether the Queen, played by Olivia Coleman, uh, had a favourite among her four children. Right. And that sort of sparked this debate on Facebook and in Mumsnet and all these, you know, big websites that started this b- debate. Oh, my. I mean, does anybody really have a favourite child? I mean, that's ludicrous. It's very unfair of them to the, to the Queen. I mean, I certainly never had a favourite. And then there's always someone lets the cat out of the bag and goes, Go here, lad, everybody has favourites. I know I did. <laughs> And it started this thing, so one woman came on, and in fairness to her, she goes, do you know something, in all honesty, I do tend to favour my son, and my husband does favour our daughter. Um, oh and my I, God, and I really? Think People are admitting it? They are, now, uh, they're admitting it under their pseudonyms, you know. Oh, not, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, another says, I definitely do. My daughter is a high achiever, I'm so proud of her. My son, <laughs> he just can't get his act together, and she didn't use the word act either. Right. At all. Um, you know, so uh, some said their favourite child changes daily or even sometimes by the hour. Sometimes the one that is their favourite, they can't even stand them by the time they get to lunchtime. <laughs> uh, it depends who's behaving at the time. Uh, but they do indeed. Because uh, that's like a real, um, that's one of those kind of, oh, 
uh, it's just something that's been around for such a long time. The idea that you know you could never have because there isn't isn't there well, even this that, is it. isn't there even that expression about oh no I could never sure how could I choose sure that'd be like ch- choosing one your, you know your favorite child yeah. as though that was an impossibility as if it can't be done yes yeah. like because you get these parents on this thing and they're saying I'm absolutely horrified horrified with the, thought, with the idea that people would name a favorite child as if they could have one uh, they're convinced uh, you know that they they are. The, as if they don't have a favourite come here everybody has a favourite everything I have a favourite dog I even have a favourite finger on my own hand <laughs> everybody has a favourite everything right and there's a there's a pecking order maybe mummy's favourite isn't daddy's no, favourite no well I mean I'd have to obviously I'd have to disagree because Look as a parent myself of, of three fine sons I mean I couldn't possibly choose which one is my favourite I remember getting into a taxi once and, I, and a fellow was asking me, do you have any kids? I said, I don't know. I don't have kids at all, no. I go, I do. Yeah, I have four. Yeah, I've got a daughter. Absolutely beautiful daughter. She's great. And four wasters. He goes. <laughs> three wasters. Three wasters. Yeah. Because there used to be a thing that said, like, the, yeah. the youngest would maybe be the most spoiled. Yeah. Or whatever. Or there's the thing, the opposite end of the scale, the firstborn. You get molly, molly coddled on, and then the maybe. rest of them get, yeah, depending on the family, yeah. As people, you know, because as parents get used to having kids, they get less uptight about it. Yeah, sort of. So the yeah. first one, it's like literally, oh my God, oh God. there's a draft. What if he's or allergic whatever. to fresh Don't air? Don't open a window, for God's sake! Yeah, my little darling, and then the next one is and like, you by know. By the time they're four in, it's like, ah, sure, he'd be grand. I mean, he's, he used the lawnmower loads of times. Yeah, what you need trousers <laughs> for anyway? Just wear your shorts. It's January! You be grand. So so it changes a bit. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, should we should we conduct a social experiment? Should we get any any children who are out there listening to us at the moment? Well, what time? It's about it, twenty minutes to nine. Yeah, this is a very child friendly time, isn't it? Yeah. So I mean, if there's children out there, and if you feel that you know on your way to school or at home or wherever you happen to be, if you'd like to turn to your parents and say, "Mammy, Daddy, am I your favourite?" Yes. Look them right in the face now and go. Go on, pick one. Yeah. Pick one Pick right one. now. And if there's three of you, you want it all in order. You want to know who's Paddy last as well. Tina Turner and Simply the Best here at Classic. It's almost ten to nine, uh, but that seems like a good song to uh, to give you some of the results of our quick five-minute survey. Yes. Uh, some of the responses we got in about the idea of being the favourite child. Uh, check this out. I have three beautiful children and I tell them all... Uh, the time that I do not have a favourite. I hate them all equally. Good on you, Dolores. <laughs> That's exactly it. Says Dolores. Right, an example of how ch- uh, parenting works uh, from Terry. First child eats some dog poo straight to the hospital. Second child eats some. Keep a close eye on him. Third child eats some. Well, that's lunch sorted. <laughs> Um, uh, apparently we've caused carnage oh, in, uh, no. in Cathy's car with our lads all fighting about who's the favourite uh, what else have we got um, I'm the youngest of five and ended up the favourite I think it was guilt though because I got all the hand-me-downs um, lads I've two teen girls oh dear and they call the cat my favourite child they swear that he's spoiled more than they ever were I have him ruined sounds like a great cat <laughs> And uh, and also, uh, Kaz in Kerry has it sussed. Uh, she says that she still tells each of her three kids that each of them is her favourite. But whatever you do, don't tell the other two. <laughs> breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next one gets some more. It's the Breakfast Table Quiz. 
the Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Right this week, great week for all sorts of reasons on the Breakfast Table Quiz. One is the return of Forever Young. It's back. It's back at uh, Palmerstown House Estate in Kildare, July of 2021, the 9th to the 11th of July. It's going to be an amazing weekend. Incredible lineup of the best 80s bands. You can take yourself back in time. It's an incredible atmosphere. It really is something to look forward to. All the details you will need are on foreveryoungfestival.ie. Lineup, ticket information, all of that sort of stuff. And we, as a prize every day this week, just for playing, are going to give you a pair of weekend tickets uh, to go along to Forever Young Festival. And if you do manage to be our overall winner, we will have a V. VIP upgrade. Unbelievable. So there you go. A winner already is our player this morning, Joe O'Rourke. How are you, Joe? Morning, lads. How are you doing? Not too bad. Uh, congratulations to you. You've won Thanks the ticket just much. by getting on the phone. Lovely. Great. Uh, whereabouts are you this morning, Joe? I'm in work in Nace at the moment. In Nace? Oh, good stuff. Yeah. Are you allowed to tell us what you're doing? Yeah, I'm a caretaker in Piper Hill College in Nace. Good stuff. Caretaker. Right. Good and stuff. Are you flying solo this morning, Joe? Or are you? is there anybody around that can give you a bit of an old dig out? Oh, no, I'll stand me on. They'll only confuse me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like PJ. You like a bit of solitude, you know what I mean? do you, Joe? That's allowed. That's allowed. Now, Joe, seven is the score to beat if you want to get your hands on the VIP package. So it's eight or more you're looking for. But don't you worry. Like we said, you're already you're already a winner. Lovely. Shall we give it a go? Right, Why so. not? Here we go. 60 seconds. Best of luck, Joe. Which Cuban city is the largest in the West Indies? Oh, God. Pass. Havana. On Irish roads, the speed limit is written inside a circle with what colour ring? Red. What D is the title of a famous novel by Bram Stoker? Dracula. In which country would you find the Black Forest? Africa. Germany. In gardening, what A is a small plot of rented land used for growing flowers? Maker. An, an allotment which Kate oh, Bush song has the line, Heathcliff, it's me, I'm Catty? Oh, oh go on, pass. W- Wuthering Heights, what B is a common building material that's been fired in a kiln? Oh, gosh, go ahead. A brick? Uh, in which sport would you use a caddy? Oh, golf. Heart of Glass and Denis were hits for what New York band? Oh, go on, Pat. It was Blondie. Before beginning a bout of boxing, did the fighters touch their gloves or sing to each other? <laughs> which role? I'll give you one more. Which role Dahl character features in the title of the novel about a chocolate factory? Oh, uh, Willy Wonka. It was Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> oh, but you know something? Oh. Willy Wonka's in it. You can have it. I'll you give you Willy Wonka. You're dead right. Right. Why Absolute. not, indeed? Why not? Absolutely woeful. I'm not going into, I'm not going into the school. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, was a straight, there was an awful lot of kind of what D, what B, oh. what... There was, there was a lot of that, yeah, yeah, A lot yeah, of letter yeah. stuff yeah. going on. Ab- anyway. Absolutely. Listen, Listen Joe. I want to get more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you managed a score of five anyway, which is not bad. Okay. I mean, considering seven is the top score, yeah. five's very respectable. <laughs> and, and the good news is, as PJ told you right from the start, you're already a winner. A pair of weekend tickets for Forever Lovely. Young 2021 is yours. Well done, Joe. Lovely guys. Thanks very much. Have a good day, man. Take care, guys. Take care. Cheers. Bye bye. There was there was a few weird ones in there. There was a few weird ones. I have to say, my favourite question I've ever heard is when he said he was an undertaker and you asked him, "Is there anyone here to give you a dig out?" <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I thought, oh, did he say undertaker? Yeah. Oh, I thought he said it was a caretaker oh, in a, a college. Oh, caretaker. I thought, I thought he, he said was an undertaker. Oh, he did say a caretaker. Oh, now he? I wish he was an undertaker so that my pun would have been hilarious. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, I thought he was a caretaker in a college. Oh, I thought he said an undertaker and then I was there. Oh, does there anyone to give you a dig out? Is there a jeepers, Jimmy, you're touching lines there. The Breakfast Table <laughs> Quiz with Kilmartin Educational <laughs> Services. Be safe and be smart with revision oh, courses no. at Julie's.